So picture this. The year is ending. You're starting to notice all the things you've done for the year, where you've been, what you didn't do. And you know the new year is right around the corner. And you start setting your new year's resolutions, your new goals. January hits. You're ready to go. The adrenaline is pumping. I'm going for this new adventure. I have all these new resolutions. I'm going to make it happen. This is my year. This is my thing. No one's stopping me. No one's getting in my way. I've got this. I could do so much better. I am going to do so much better. Ending in January is here. February is starting. Valentine's around the corner. Nothing has happened. Or the needle has moved very little. Fears are setting in. Challenging challenges, excuse me, are starting to happen. Life is starting once again because there's no more partying. Holidays are over. There's no more days off or no more goodies or anything that will cause you to slow down. Life starts all over again. And all those things that you set forth to do have disappeared because it became hard. Because now I just can't do it. I don't have the time. I don't have the patience. And I just don't want it. The adrenaline is gone. The anxiety over it is gone. The joy in it. Goodbye, Charlie. Well, in this episode, we're going to discover how to flip the switch, my loves. So without further ado, let's get into it, shall we? Hey there, my loves. Happy New Year. Happy 2023. Okay, I know we're in the third week of January, but I think it's still valid. I mean, I haven't spoken to you guys in months and I want to wish you the best. I want to wish you an amazing 2023 full of joyful moments of tons of happiness and a lot of intentional moments intentional moments for all those things that sit at the bottom of your belly, all those dreams that you want to let blossom, go for them, go for them. So with all of that being said, this is our year in this podcast. We are going to be rediscovering ourselves, my loves. This is our season's title. So we're going to move forward and we're going to say this is season one of the Interludes of Serenity podcast and is going to be titled Rediscovering Ourselves because literally, as my kids will say, legit, that is what we're going to be doing. We're going to rediscover who we truly are now that we're adults, you know, women setting off into their adventures, the adventures of motherhood, of being a wife, of having new careers or the same careers and shifting it into something else. We're going to do a lot of discovering. So the holiday came around and I went into it with the idea that I was going to recover everything that I didn't do Christmas of 2021. Now, Christmas of 2021 was a little bit challenging for me. Um, My mother was hospitalized and she was um, diagnosed with congestive heart failure. That hit us like a ton of bricks because we never expected that. 
I don't think we ever thought that mom would someday get sick that way. So we were all caught off guard. On top of that, my son that same Christmas, I think it was about December 11, in the middle of a soccer game, fell because he felt a pain in his leg. <clears throat> that pain was a bone breaking off from his hip area around the groin. Let me tell you, it's been a challenging year. 2022 was completely challenging to get him into his recovery, get mom into her recovery. So during those holidays, I really wasn't present. I was back and forth traveling. I was taking care of him when I was home. It was just insane. So I said to myself, 2022, I'm pretty sure everyone will be okay. And I'm just gonna make it amazing. I'm gonna grab onto it and I'm just gonna do everything I didn't get to do the year before. Well, let me tell you, <clears throat> I did. It was busy. There was a lot of shopping some cooking, some eating, some rushing to get it all in. That by the time the new year came around, I was tired. I was beat. I wanted it to just be over. And then January comes around and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna be fully zenned out my first week. I'm accepting the new year. This is my year. I'm rediscovering Maddie what she wants to do with her personal life, how she wants to bring into of serenity to life. What are the things that I wanna serve the women of this world with? What part of me am I going to show? How am I gonna bring it to fruition? I was ready and I was all zenned out the first day, like the first few hours of that day. And as the day evolved, a few family dramas, came to my table that I definitely was not expecting. So that drama stuck around for the first week, maybe week and a half. And I felt this daunting feeling like, darn, this is not how I wanted my year to go. This is not what I was setting forth. I was going to be joyful. I was going to be intentional with everything that was happening. I was almost like getting really, really frustrated because I wanted something else and it just wasn't gonna happen for me. So a friend of mine, who is the young lady that I did the empowerment tour with this weekend, reaches out to me and she says, hey, remember what we spoke about last year? I said, yeah, let's do this. Let's put it all together. Some people have registered and I want to join forces with you. I definitely want to do this with you. All right, cool, let's do it. Because my passion is to guide and empower and encourage other women that they can make changes in their life. That their health, their internal health could be remapped, can, can change. That their physical will change once you start applying certain things that we can clear our mind. But here I was, second week almost in January, and I was feeling a little depleted. I almost felt like I was gonna show up and be a disservice. Like, I'm not gonna be able to do this. I'm not gonna be able to empower these ladies because I'm feeling kinda, sorry for using this word, but I'm feeling kinda shitty. So, 
the time gets closer. Everything is starting to come together. The decor, the things that we're going to serve, what we're gonna teach on. And now I'm getting pumped. Like that adrenaline is coming back. I'm seeing myself getting joyful again, which by the way, was my word of the year. So this year I decided to choose to. Joyful, because I want to be joyful in every experience that I get this year. And I want to be intentional. I want to be intentional with everything that I do for myself, for my mind, for my body, for my spirit, for my family, so that when I serve them, when I'm with them, I'm super present. And then I want to be intentional with everything that I serve of me to you ladies. Everything that I share with you in the podcast this year, in this new season of rediscovering ourselves. How I show up on Instagram for you. How do I guide you into having these interlude of serenity moments throughout your day? So being intentional this year is going to be great. And if you ladies catch me not being intentional, listen, send me a DM and be like, Maddie, what are you doing? We're waiting for you to show up. Okay, so I'm holding you guys to hold me accountable. You guys are going to be my accountability partners while I am yours as well. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about the meaning of adventure. Because that's what this weekend was all about for me. It was an adventure, something I had never done before. So Jackie, just Jackie, which is the coach that I um, did the collaboration with. And it's going to be a collaboration that is going to be for the next six months. So every month there will be one session and it's going to take us all the way through June. But I promise you there will be more details to come on that. So be on the lookout on Instagram. Anyway, so I set off on this adventure. I get there and I'm ready to teach them. I'm ready to guide them. I'm ready to pour myself into them. So we start off, what is an adventure? Have you ever thought about that? Like, do you ever think that when you set off on an adventure, you set these plans, I'm just going to do an amazing thing this year. And I am going to go skydiving, rock climbing. I'm going to take, I don't know, five miles a day. Those are going to be my adventures. Always something that causes a lot of adrenaline, right? I'm gonna go see a play that I've wanted to see forever. Like these are your big adventures. But what is an adventure, my love? What is it really? Why do we have to give it these big old things for it to be an adventure? So the description of an adventure is something unusual, exciting, or an experience never lived. Hmm. Okay. But do you realize that in your everyday life, you have one or the other? You're gonna experience something you've never done before. Somehow, in some form, shape, or manner. I mean, let's be realistic. As daunting as it may sound, my mother getting sick and my son having that injury, that was an adventure. I had never experienced that before. My son had never been injured like that before. So the adventure in that was that I had to figure out how I was going to help my son overcome 
the obstacles that were going to come for him. My adventure was me shifting into another form, another facet of motherhood. My mother being sick, I was now going to become her caregiver. That was an adventure, something I've never experienced before. Was it fun? No. So adventures doesn't have to always be fun. It's an experience never lived. And that takes courage. It takes prepping, commitment, and perseverance. And sometimes we drop the ball on those. We definitely do. So anyway, hmm. you know, I sit here and I'm thinking, girl, take a look at all the adventures that you've taken. How much courage you had in all of them? What prepping was needed to get through some of them? Where was your commitment? And where was your perseverance through it all? What did you hold on to? Keep that in mind, okay? And I'll give you a quick example of that. So when I started Interludes of Serenity podcast, it was March of 2022. And the business was new. I was just getting into this. I had graduated. Now I am a full-blown nutrition health coach and wellness coach with so many ideas, with so many wants. Like, I just want to take everything and snap my fingers and change my whole life. So I'm going to jump into this podcast because I am going to touch so many women. I am going to help so many because the one-on-one coaching is great, but I can't help you all, right? So this is going to be my avenue. That was my new adventure. I set off with that. But slowly, that adrenaline, that desire, as I had to plan, as I had to figure out, as I was just showing up, just because I was, I'm going to show up. It just started to dissipate. Like it was disappearing. Life was happening pretty quickly. Work was getting busy. Again, I'm going through all these life challenges and these things. And I can't show up as Maddie. And I'm feeling like I'm going to show up and what am I going to talk about? What am I going to serve them with today? It's not fair to them. So slowly, I gave up. I'm being honest. I gave up. July came around. August was here. School was starting again. My son was starting high school. I let it go. That's just the truth. Because I leaped into something that I had not planned. So in this weekend's event, as I was standing there talking to all of these beautiful ladies, listening to their stories, some heartfelt stories, tears, laughter, I thought to myself, wow, I'm standing up here speaking to them 
about all the things that we can change, how we can change them, what are the things that we can implement daily, how do we heal ourselves in order to move forward, in order to become who we want to be, for our souls to be nourished and come into full fruition. When I have yet to do some of those things. So while I'm giving them a few lessons, I'm teaching myself at that moment, right? I'm thinking, oh, your podcast is one of those things that you didn't stop. You didn't stop to say, where are you going with it? Why do you want to go there? How are you going to get there? Interesting, right? I thought it was, I mean, I was just like, what the heck, right? Practice what you preach, girl. So my podcast was an adventure. I stepped into it and then it slowly disappeared because I didn't do any of these things. I didn't plan. I didn't have thinking time where I would sit and plan. This is where I want to go. So my point to this today, ladies, is that if you came into 2023, with some things, I don't want to call them resolutions because we all know that sometimes they just die on the wasteland, like they just, they just disappear. And goals, sometimes we think, oh, it's a goal, so you checked, marked it off, and that's it. I don't have to continue because I did it, I accomplished it, I'm moving on. I want to call it more of a lifestyle. So if you came into 2023 with the thought of a new lifestyle, a thriving, healthy lifestyle, and healthiness, my loves, does not only have to be what you ate and how much of a workout routine you have. So let's take that out of the table to be our main focus. It is needed. Okay, because in order for your health internally to do the things that it can do, because believe me, we are created and designed as such, that every part of us is integrated in order to help us survive and heal and feel good. So our nutrition is very important. Our workout routines, what we do to keep the body moving is hell of important. But all those other things that affect our life, and now I've mentioned this in the previous podcast, there are 12 main areas of our lives. And this is one of the exercises that we do with the ladies this weekend. And when I watch them, with the focus that they looked at every single area of their life, I mean, their eyes, their mind was like, I never think about this. Like I had someone say, social life, I could do without that. And Coach Jackie said, can you really? Because your social life is not only your friends hanging out, going out for a couple of drinks or the drama of other people, but your social life is your husband, your kids your immediate family. That's a part of your social life. That's a part of your spirit, of your soul. And we could just tell that she was like, oh, 
don't think I've ever thought about it that way. Someone else said, finances? My husband deals with the finances. And I said to her, okay, that's valid. Every marriage has its own dynamic. But your finances doesn't only have to be the credit card bills and who pays them. What do you do when you have the money in your hands? What is it that you want to do with it? Or what did you not do with it? Or where are you overspending? Or where are you lacking to increase it or, you know, to maintain it? If you are a stay-at-home mom, you do play a part in those finances. If you go to work, but your husband takes care of paying the bills, my love, you still pay a part, play a part in those finances. So where are you feeling in that financial part of you? They also said, home cooking. I don't want to be home cooking. I want to just, I don't want to be in the kitchen. And I shared with them that that used to be one of my biggest things. I wish I could just snap my fingers and dinner is done because I went to work, I came home, I had to rush, I had to get it done, and there you go, long and behold, two, three hours are gone within the meal and the having dinner, and now I don't have time for me because it's almost get ready for bed. So I said, how about if you think about meal prepping? And she said, well, I don't know if I want to spend a whole lot of hours in the kitchen on one day. I said, believe it or not, you don't spend more than three hours. Because if during the week, you kind of thought about what you were going to make for next week, and then you set your grocery bills, you know, your grocery list, and you went out and you purchased everything, you came in, let's say a Sunday from three to five, which is what I do. Take everything out, prep it, make it, let it cool down, store it, put it in the fridge everyone knows what they need to do of course if you have a two-year-old a five-year-old you're not going to tell them go into the refrigerator and take out your meal you're going to take it out you're going to warm it up boom you're not so those two three hours that you took on sunday is going to give you saturday whatever day of the week you choose it's going to definitely give you two and a half to three hours every other nights of the week trust me I guarantee it I can't live without my meal prepping now and that is one of the things that I used to hate to do like the thought of it I just couldn't wrap my mind around it but once I realized that I did want to have some more time for me during the week some more self-care I had set off to go to school and now I'm like okay I need study time I went for it and when I realized how much I love it I ain't giving that up for nobody. I don't care what you tell me. So looking at every area of our life is super important. And when you look at it as an adventure, because your life is an adventure, it doesn't have to be something wild and crazy that you start doing all of a sudden. Your life in itself is an adventure. Each year, each day of your life presents you with something new, a new challenge, a pain, something. It's an adventure. It's an unusual thing that you don't do all the time. It's an experience. 
So I want you guys to join me this year by looking at our life as the adventure it truly is. And let's rediscover who we are throughout the adventures of our life. And that is gonna take planning. And I know it must sound like ugh, more planning, more writing, more setting structures. Like who wants to take time to do that? It doesn't have to be super difficult. It doesn't have to be um, with a, I don't know, an Excel form. It can be, if that's your style. But talk to yourself. Take out a journal. Write down where you've been. What are your pain points? What are the things that you have overcome? It sounds painful. It sounds hard to do because sometimes we don't want to go in the past and look at everything that has happened to us. But sometimes it's needed in order to understand where you are today and where you want to go and why do you want to go there? What are the areas you need to change? What do you need to heal? That's your planning right there. So that when you take something new, it doesn't feel like an extra task. It's part of where you want to go. It's part of where you're headed. So as I watch these ladies put all their little pieces together, we even played a game which I thought was amazing. It was a flipping tactic, right? You guys know how I love to say flip the switch. We got to flip the switch in our mind. We can't keep on telling ourselves the same damn story all the time and the same thoughts because our mind is designed that way. It will give you about 80 to 90% of the same thoughts daily. So we have to learn how to flip that switch. Like, eh, stop it. I don't want to hear that. We have to do the work with ourselves. So this little game was we put two bad behaviors on bad one side, I think it was four, and the same on the other side. And then while standing on this cloth, the ladies had to figure out how to flip it over to the other side in a balancing act, which is what we do with life, and never touch the exterior of this. Right? You're staying inside this little mat, inside this little thing. You can't touch the floor, you can't come off of it, but you have to flip it. And you have to use each other's strengths. You have to talk to each other in order to help each other get to the other side. Which is our relationship part of life. We have our husbands, our kids, friends, family. And sometimes we don't express what we want, where we want to go, what we need from them. So as my husband once told me, I'm not a mind reader. And if you don't tell me, how do I know where I'm supposed to help you? Let's try to move away from that. Because we set these big expectations that other people should know just because they know us. <clears throat> not true. We need to learn how to be expressive. We need to be open to it in a loving, kind way. We don't have to be nasty about it. We don't have to be rude about it. We just have to be. Right? So take time to know the people that are there for you and what you need from them in order for you to set off on these new adventures. In order for you to rediscover yourself in a different light. 
man, I don't know. I don't know if I was there to guide them or they were guiding me because this weekend truly like truly opened my eyes to the new the new way I want to approach interludes of serenity and how I want to show up for you guys. That I had to be super intentional and plan and where was my physical health? So where was I going with that? Where was my mental health and throughout everything that I'm trying to do as my new adventure? And my spiritual, right? My my soul. How was my soul feeling through all of it? <clears throat> how was I going to nourish it while I'm serving others? Super important. So take time to plan out. I am going to put in the show notes the 12 areas of our life that are mostly our primary food. So when we're thinking about food, because that's normally how we think about our health, that is our primary food. That is everything that does not get on a plate of food that you're going to literally ingest, right? Those areas affect you. If they're feeling depleted in any kind of form, in any way, they're going to affect your overall health, your being, how you perform, how you show up, and what you serve on your table to those that you love and to everything that you do. Our personalities play a part in that as well. So when we say that we need to go back and look at our life, and see who we are today and how we got here, that is how our personalities come about. Because we were born from someone, we have a part of their gene, the experiences of our life. All of those things play a part in our personality and how we tackle the 12 areas of our life is based off our personalities. Make sense? Gosh, I hope I'm not sounding like redundant. <laughs> but anyway, this really, like, it really triggered my mind this weekend. And then we need to focus on our secondary, our secondary food, right? And that's your nutrition. So I don't want you to only focus on the healing portion of your soul, of your primary foods, but I do want you to also know that being intentional with the things that you eat. Start small, my love. Start small. I mean, I started with just eating a salad for lunch. So I started with a salad. Now, I think I've mentioned in our previous podcasts, our previous chats that I used to weigh about in 2015 and I know the year today because again we played a game and we had to select years out of this um, little grab bag there and the year was intended to trigger our memory to see where we've been which I think was amazing so maybe you want to do that maybe you want to put some years in a bag 
be scanty about it. Maybe a year when you were, I don't know, in elementary school, middle school, high school. Throw them in a bag, jumble it up, and pick a year. And do this a few times to get different years to trigger you to think, where were you in that year? What were you doing? What were you dressing like? Who were the people around you? What were the things that were happening in your life? What were your adventures being taken during those years? So one of my years was 2015. And I thought, whoa, 2015. My son was seven. I had just turned 40. Don't go doing the math. And I was finding myself in a challenged place. Like, I thought I was living this fairy tale life. And, you know, my daughter was in high school and she was facing her challenges. And as a mom, you know that when you see your kids going through so much, now you're in pain as well because you want to just fix it for them, but you can't. So that hurts us. That hinders your health as well. And my son was now seven. Maybe I think that was first grade for him. And it's kind of like, oh man. My baby's going to start getting exposed to so many different things. And you get to the doctor and they tell you, well, you weigh about 167. Your waist is bigger than your husband's. You know, that's how I saw it when they measured my waist. Your BMI, your cholesterol levels, everything is high. Um, You are prone to breast cancer. Um... And those cells are kind of funny and you have a mass there and you know we have to do a biopsy so everything is just becoming so real like what have I been doing with myself I have been a mom and a wife and after doing it for so many years I don't really know who I am I don't know what I want my husband works two and a half hours away I only see him two nights. I'm juggling everything with the kids. I'm at a job that I'm not super happy about. Oh my God, what am I gonna do? Who am I again? That happens to us. It's life. It's our adventure of life as we evolve. as we mature, as we get older, you start to see everything unfold and you're like, wait a minute, this this girl that used to like to do this, this or that is not doing it anymore. She's non-existent. I'm just focused here. Like my mind is just there. Or someone said, if I don't do it and I don't do it my way, it's not going to be pleasing to me. Why do we do that? We have to be able to step back and accept that others will do things and it will play a part of us and it won't look the way we want to do them. But we have to learn how to manage around it to work for us. And we don't really necessarily tell ourselves all of this because we're conditioned to just be in this quick get to do. That's how society is, right? Every day, work, 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 work. Speed it up. Get to it. Get to do this. Hustle, hustle. But it's okay to slow down. 
So let's do that 2023. Let's slow down a little bit. Let's look at these 12 areas of our life. Let's find out where we're feeling depleted. Let's work on nourishing that primary food that affects us off the plate. And let's work on our secondary, which is the meals that we give ourselves. And like I started saying, I started with just a salad because I'm a cereal kind of girl. So every morning, listen, it's my easiest to go to. I'm not going to deny it. Today, I know that my cereal should have the most five grams of sugar, right? 5%. But back then, well, give me the cereal that I like and add a banana to it. That's how I'm going to make it healthy. And that's okay. You have to start somewhere. Then I started with, okay, my salad is what I'm going to implement. Some more veggies at lunchtime because I, I still had yet to figure out dinner time. And then what I did was I would get my salad. I wouldn't sit in my car during my lunchtime or sit in the office or whatever. I would go for a walk. I'd spend the entire 45 minutes because it only took me 15 minutes to eat my salad. And then I walk for 45. And I mean a walk. I live in Florida, so you guys know the summers are rough. But by the time I walked into the office, that AC hit, I was good. So don't make the excuses. Okay? Flip the switch in your mind. The excuses are going to come in. But you have to learn how to say, no, 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 no. I want this for me. So I'm going to change it here or there. So really, go back to basics. What are your staple foods? What are the things that you know for sure you enjoy, that your family enjoys? How can you change those? How can you implement better choices? Diets. Diets are bio-individual. And what I mean by that is that we are all individuals. So something may be great for me and my internal health. And for you, my love, it might not work. You might already be pre-diabetic. So you need a different form of a diet. So that's why sometimes when we join a certain diet and we're like, this is not working for me and we just give it up. That just wasn't the thing for you. You're an individual. Keep on searching. The goal is not to give up. The goal is to make it work for you. Keep that in mind. Whatever you do this year, what works for you? Crowd out certain things, right? So, <clears throat> I mean, I'm Hispanic and we love our rice. So, I've learned to enjoy brown rice you guys know that if you're Hispanic you love yourself some white rice <laughs> so when I'm gonna have my white rice how much of that white rice am I gonna put on my plate be mindful and then crowd it out with a bigger portion of the salad so the salad is the most on the plate and then your protein so you didn't deprive yourself you just had less you crowded out the bad thing and you replaced it with the better. Take small steps towards your health. <clears throat> so, your eating habits, play around with that. Again, be mindful, how can you change them? Where can you tweak them? 
Don't beat yourself up about it. Oh, I have to go from zero to 100. You do not. That is the mistake we make. You do not. Your relationships. Listen. Listen to what the other person is trying to say. And if you are unclear, stop for a second. And in the best way possible, say, I'm sorry, my love, hold on. Are you trying to say blah, 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 blah? Because that's what I'm hearing. Give them the chance to say, no, that's not what I said. Because let's be honest, sometimes when we're in the heat of the moment or we don't want to hear what that other person is saying, we hear something else. Like we hear what we think we want to hear. That's the truth. That's the truth. Remember to give yourself some self-care time. That's your soul. Take care of it. That could look any way for you. That could be walks, bubble baths, massages. That could be going to a therapist and having a session. That's a form of self-care. I don't think anyone ever mentions that, but that definitely is. When I became a coach, having a coach is my form of therapy. It's someone from the outside listening to me, allowing me to voice and express my emotions without any judgment, ridicule. They don't know me in that form. We're building a relationship, but they're there to guide me, to help me to see life in a different light, right? Give yourself that form of self-care if that's what you need. Release those emotions. Release those thoughts that keep on boggling you in the mind that doesn't help you move forward. That is a form of self-care as well. Shopping, we all love shopping, so if you t- that's your thing, girl, go for it. But remember, heal the soul, okay? And sometimes we need to get those feelings out. Your mind. Flipping the switch in your mind to be intentional with laughing more. The should I could be replaced with I could. Give yourself some daily affirmations. You will know what those daily affirmations are, what you need. Post them on your bathroom mirror. Who cares? It's your bathroom. It's what you need. Talk to yourself, girl, you look good today. That makeup looks great. This shirt looks good. The color looks good on you. Buy inspirational cards. Whatever it is that you need to flip the switch in your mind, to allow it to bring more positivity in and remove the negative. I'm not saying it's gonna disappear because, well, hello, I just started this telling you that negative set in for me and I stopped podcasting. I stopped sharing my life with you guys and perhaps in some form, shape or manner, give you some empowerment and some inspiration because negative thoughts that were telling me you are not doing the right thing this is not for you you cannot do it 
it stepped in and I allowed it to, to play a part of me. But we're shutting that behind because I have a plan. This weekend reminded me that I need to plan. I need to structure what I want to do with the adventure that I'm in so that I don't fall off on the side, so that I don't give up. Because if I don't implement those little steps, I'm gonna give up. It's natural. It's what happens. So stop beating yourself up. Let's let's move away from that. Um, let's see, your movement. <clears throat> Again, our movement, our fitness routines, our workout, it's not only because we want to lose weight. It's great though, isn't it? Like to fit in some old jeans. Mm, it's amazing. And they're going to go hand in hand with what we eat, right? So our internal health is going to be shining as well. And we're going to feel great. And once that starts to feel great, your soul is now exposed. Your spirit is ready, ready to challenge everything. And it's all vibrant and woo, she's here. So that doesn't have to be super difficult. 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 40, whatever you could do every day, every other day. Again, if now you're going to be meal prepping, you have some time. Get outdoors. Look at the beautiful trees. I mean, we're in the season where the trees are changing the leaves. I mean, right now I have a tree right in front of me that looks red. Orange? I don't know, but it's beautiful. (laughs) We're changing. The season is changing. Take a few moments for yourself. Get the body movement. That could be yoga. By the way, talk about yoga. I am going straight into becoming a yoga instructor. So more to come with that. Wish me luck, okay? (laughs) Um, So 30 minutes. 60 minutes. How far can you take it? Go for a walk. Uh, Stretch. Meditate. Um, run a little bit, some jumping jacks, anything to get the blood flowing through your body. You are alive. Your soul lives in this body. You've been blessed to have this body to live in, to experience life, to do this adventure with. So why not take care of it? Why not love it for what it is? Why not love it the way we love our kids, our husbands, our mom. Think about that. Love the body that you're in. You live in this body. Your soul, your spirit lives in this body. And all the organs and all the things inside of it need your loving. They don't come out and get the nutrition they need. You have to give it to it. Home practices, if you have to think about it, how quickly can we make our bed? You want to walk in at the end of the day and see your room nice and neat. Woof, my room looks good. I can't wait to get on my bed. That's a practice. That helps you feel like you did something bright and early in the day before you walked out. Um, organize the space around it. I don't think sometimes we think about the chaos that we leave in the morning. Then by the time we return home after everything we've faced out there, 
and we see this chaos, it's almost like the walls are closing in on you. So maybe we can implement little habits, little things that we could get our kids into, little reminders. And that's another thing. We, oh, the kids, they just don't do it. They just, we're there to guide them. Just the same way we need guidance with what we do with ourselves, with how we live our lives. They need guidance. And remind yourself that the things that you're teaching them, that the things that you're reminding them, is so that when they set forth on their adventure, you gave them good staples. That's all. So try to find little things in your home that you can implement, little buckets, little things, that before you walk out the door, hey guys, put this, blah, 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 because that's how you want to see it when you return. And that's it. Make it a part of your routine. Buy a plant. If you guys um, are not good with plants, I, at one time in my life, I was not good with plants. And I don't think I ever gave it any thought until we moved into our home now, and it became all about our plants. <laughs> yeah. I'll share it on Instagram, show you my yard and the new project. But <clears throat> buy a plant. It gives you something to take care of aside from the chaotic things happening around you. It reminds you that there's things that are alive around you, that are beautiful around you. Bring it to your vision, to your, to your eyes to remind you. Try that. Turn off the electronics early. That's a little hard. I get it. We're all in this fast-paced, monotone kind of life where everything's about our electronics, our calendar, how we hear jokes, videos, music. Be intentional with that. Shoot, put a reminder to remind you to turn that sucker off early. And then when you're ready to wake up the next day, if you wanted to work out early in the morning, <clears throat> set your alarm away from your bed. So before I close out today, as we go into that, that I'm thinking about, how can we put these little things into practice? I want to remind you that habits become behaviors and how they become habits first is because we have to do them constantly. So in order for them to become a habit, to then become a behavior, we have to set triggers in place in order to get them done. So the trigger would be if you know that you want to get up at 5 a.m., put that alarm furthest away from your bed, right? that is going to cause you to get up from the bed. And once you're up, mm, I doubt you're going to go jump right back in. I hope you're not going to go jump back in. Leave your clothes for that workout set in a place that's in your way. You definitely got to grab it. So turn that alarm off, take that clothes, change real quick, jump into action. Because just like we brush our teeth every day, the things that we want to do can become a behavior but they have to be habits daily habits implemented to then become a behavior is something we just do and the way we get there is by setting off the triggers so I wanted to remind you of that so again things that you can quickly apply to your life take control of your own health okay feel empowered this year be intentional this year with your health mental body and spirit 
Again, I'm going to put in the show notes the 12 areas of our lives. And I want you to take a little piece of paper, draw a circle, put it almost like you were doing a pie, and write each one of them in that slice of that pie. And circle how full you feel. If you're feeling depleted, it's going to be down at the middle of that circle. If you feel fulfilled, you're going to put your little dot at the exterior of that circle, almost to the exterior of that circle. And you'll know. Then connect them to see. You might be able to find the connection within. Improve your quality of your relationships. It doesn't matter who it's with. Your spouse, your kids. Gee, even the dog, sometimes I look at her and I'm like, oh, I should play a little more with you. That's a relationship between me and my dog. So you have to be mindful. They're not just there to wag their little tail and see you when you get home. You have to give them some love as well. So that's my relationship with her. Engage on physical activities every day that you enjoy. Again, your physical activity could be whatever it means to you. What is going to help you as the individual to get out, to get moving, to get that body that you so love because you live in it moving. It needs it. Find joy in your everyday. Be grateful. Maybe perhaps do a little journaling. Talk to yourself. Write the things that you're grateful for, the things that bother you in the day. Be mindful on how you can change it. So once you figure out, okay, this bothered me today, now how can you find the positive within that? So always trying to be joyful and grateful. Do a little bit of journaling. It doesn't have to be perfect every day. It doesn't have to be a full page. Talk to yourself. Who knows you better than you? Nourish yourself off the plate. So that's those 12 areas that I spoke about. Get to the root of each thing that you struggle with. Don't just brush it off. Oh, I don't know. I don't know why that bothers me so much. There is a reason. Get to the root of it. And perhaps journaling will help you find the root so that you can cut it and be done with it and leave it where it is. It was part of your adventure. It was part of your experiences. It's part of what made that personality. But I'm done. I'm moving forward. I'm changing. I'm flipping the switch. And recognize and honor the fact that you are an individual. You're not like anyone else. So don't put yourself in this little box of what anyone else is doing or has done. Find what works for you. So I hope today I have inspired you and motivated you to see 2023 as a new adventure, as the adventure that it is for your life. It's your life. It's an adventure. Take it as such. See it as such. Enjoy every little moment of it, every little experience. What you don't like, figure out a way to shift it. Figure out a way to daily flip the switch in your mind the moment that you wake up. I'm going for the positive. No more negative here. And I'm going to rediscover myself in this new year for the rest of the years that I have to come. Because each year, I will be intentional with myself to share the best of me with those that I love. Join me this year, my loves. Stay tuned. Every week, I will be posting or releasing, I should say, a weekly podcast where we will talk about 
everything health-related, women-related, life, our adventures. While I'm discovering me and who am I now that I am coaching, that I am really bringing Maddie to fruition, I'm inviting you guys to take the journey with me. I'm sure just like the ladies I met this weekend, how they inspired me to see where I was lacking, I'm sure you will do the same. Subscribe, leave me your comments. Tell me what you want to hear more of. How can I serve you? Reach out on Instagram. Let's chat. If you're ready to make some changes in your life, let me know. We can have a 30-minute discovery call and see if we can work together. If I can be your coach, I'm ready. And I know you've got this too. I know that 2023 is going to be one of the best years for you. Because you're going to be intentional. Because you're going to set yourself on a new adventure. Because today you know what an adventure is. And you're going to go for it. And you're ready and willing to make some impactful memories and changes. For yourself. For your loved ones. And for your life. For the spirit that's living in your body. So that when we get to be older, we're like, damn, I have no regrets. Maybe the regret that I didn't start earlier, but I'm going to enjoy that as well. So again, happy new year. Enjoy your 2023. Stay tuned. Hold on to me. I'm going to hold on to you guys. And let's do this. We've got this. I will talk to you guys next week. Ciao, my loves. Mm -hmm.